I am Ustaz Mizi Wahid. You're now listening to The Breakthrough with Mizi Wahid, a podcast that will help you in finding and knowing yourself. An exclusive podcast only on Audio Plus. Hello everyone, Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh and welcome back to The Breakthrough with Mizi Wahid. Today's episode, we are going to talk about trauma. And to be more specific, the trauma that we experienced in our past relationships. Okay? So, every now and then, um, somebody would present to me the situation that they're in. And they tell me that they feel very, very fearful to interact with other people, to go out there in the world and just chase after their dreams. They are fearful to trust people and forge new friendships. When I probe further, I discover that what's really holding them back from living life to the fullest is the fact that they have trauma, they have negative experiences from their past that affects them psychologically, causing them to fear anything that may happen in the future. The fear is really in essence um, an issue of not being able to trust that the past and the history will not repeat itself again. Okay, And, you know, trauma is a kind of psychological wound that can result from any distressing experience such as loss, you know, a near-death experience or uh, deep embarrassment about some kind of failure you experienced, perhaps in business, in your studies that you can't live with, you can't face yourself. And every time you think about something relating to any of those issues, your, your trauma wakes up again, it's alive again, and it's causing you to feel uneasy. And I know people who have tried to deal with their trauma in the best way that they think they know they can, but the feeling of being traumatized still overwhelms every other positive emotion that they're trying to unleash. Okay? And the basic reply I would get is, um, Maisie, I'm afraid that the same thing will happen again. Okay, so um, let's get into uh, some of the key issues and in, in later on some of the questions that I have received for this particular topic. So the first one is, how can I turn the traumatizing episodes in my life into something that is more of a lesson and a learning experience so that I can get the most out of my future. So basically this person is saying, I know the trauma has been the main reason causing me to feel so paralyzed that I can't do anything, I don't want to do anything. But this person is, I think, has the right intentions 
the right goals. They're trying to see whether you can use this as leverage instead, right? Like, how can I use this as leverage? How can I use something negative and turn it into something positive? I think before I go any further in talking about this, because trauma is a very complex issue and there are many different types of trauma, okay? Uh, the most I hear people say, and this is sometimes just in random DMs that people send me, they would say, uh, I have been diagnosed with PTSD, okay? So my two things I want to say. Number one, I think you should consult a professional, a, a psychologist, a psychiatrist, a doctor. And second of all, just a reminder that I'm not an expert in this area, even though I do get a lot of such questions. Um, if I want to give people the benefit of the doubt as to why they approach me, it's probably because they, number one, they could have already tried going elsewhere, but they didn't really get the answers that they were looking for or they didn't see any difference. And they, all they want is just an alternative point of view. Not that I have a better answer, but they just want to hear what would somebody with a religious uh, educational background say with regards to this, you know? And just like what I said earlier, anytime anybody comes to me, messages me, meets me, I always redirect them back to the same thing. I'll say, go and see a doctor because they're, they know the, the root of your problem. They understand it better and they can help you best. But that doesn't mean that we can't just talk about it, you know, between this person and me, you know, just talking it out because sometimes they need somebody who can listen and somebody who will not judge them. For example, you know, um, you may have grown up in an unfortunate circumstance where your parents, one of them or both of them, were very, very abusive. And the impact of growing up in that kind of an upbringing is that you will develop um, a relationship with your parents now that you're an adult where it's a bit... It's a bit odd. It's almost like you know your family, but they're also like a stranger to you. You know you want to be close, but something's blocking you. Like, I can be close, but I cannot be that close to my parents. I I feel like I want to manja with them, but I f there's also something that's telling me I shouldn't because of the things that happened in the past. And And that's where I think we need to properly diagnose ourselves. Uh, uh, when I say it, I mean get get ourselves properly diagnosed through a doctor, through a professional. Because what if the outcome of that diagnosis, they say actually yours is very mild, your main issue is not really trauma, but you've not fully forgiven your parents, for example. You know, like what you went through compared to what others have gone through and how your symptoms right now and your actions right now compared to what others go through who have PTSD is very different because post-traumatic stress disorder has its own uh, way of, how do I say, um, the signs, the symptoms, telltale signs that show that, oh yeah, this person really is having it, experiencing it and they need help. And for all you know, when you go there, you'll have a bit more clarity and they'll tell you, 
I think you just need to open up and talk to your parents and let them know how you truly feel and how you you struggle to forgive them because they never apologized. You know, things like that. Just have that conversation with them. Um, now that you're all grown up, your parents are much older and they have stopped being abusive maybe 20, 25 years ago, you know. They've stopped doing that, but you just can't seem to get rid of that memory, understandably so. Uh, it's tough, it's hard, but maybe one of the ways is to actually talk to them. But back to the question of how can I use this and allow it to transform my life in a positive way, you know, a positive spin to it. I think you can look at it and ask yourself, okay, I lived my life growing up in that manner. Now I have my own children, my own family. How do I want to raise my children? How do I want to treat them? How, do, how will my way of disciplining my own children be very different than how my parents did it to me? Because I know the detrimental effects of being verbally abusive or even physically abusive. I know the lasting negative impact that it has on me. So I'm going to use that information, knowledge, experience, and, and all the scars that I still have, I'm going to use that to remind myself of how I want to be different and how I want to raise my family better. Okay? So that's one way. You know, you use it to create a different impact on the people around you. Okay? That's one way. And I think it's, an, it's a doable way because those reminders are, are going to help you. Right, because people always say, "I can't get rid of it." I'm always thinking about it. Yeah. So now, if you're always thinking about it, what if you could use those thoughts that appear every now and then out of the blue? Let it serve as a reminder and a lesson for you to conduct yourself differently as a parent or even as a spouse. Because I know people who are traumatized by what they saw. Okay, because they saw maybe their father physically abusing their mother. They never got the abuse. They just saw it. And they saw it so frequently, sometimes on a daily basis, that it affected them mentally. And it affects them and their ability to trust men or to like the idea of marriage. Or I know some people where they are the boys, right, growing up, they become men and they saw that and they say, I don't trust myself. What if... I'm exactly in the same mold as my father, right? It wouldn't be too far-fetched to think about it because I am his son, ultimately. I may have some of his attributes. I don't trust myself. I desire being in a relationship. I want to love someone and, and I want to feel loved in return, but I'm too scared. What if I emulate exactly his behavior and the way he treats his loved ones? So it, it, it affects everyone, right? And, and that's the sad thing. So to respond to this again, use whatever painful, traumatic experiences you had and try to convert it into something more positive by telling yourself if that happened in the past and I didn't like it, how can I be different? 
And sometimes this would mean doing the complete opposite of what was done. Or sometimes it would mean doing the same but reducing the, the level of aggression, um, changing the words used. You know, sometimes it's that. Uh, so you really need to understand first and foremost what you're dealing with and who you're dealing with and and whether you actually feel good with the ideas or suggestions that you are coming up with or others are suggesting to you to try to to put a positive um, uh, twist to this you know for your for your own personal benefit for your own life okay next is of course it is good in focusing for the better but what if the trauma will make me obstruct the good things in my life okay i think i understand this question so um yes there is a way to make things become more positive but this person's concern is what if it will continue to still obstruct me from embracing the good opportunities and the good the, you know the, the blessings in my life because i always have this fear looming behind me above me causing me to second guess every opportunity laid out in front of me like what if i fail because i failed in the past before you know you're presented with a good business opportunity but you're like oh man looks good good partners you know somebody's willing to fund it you know um, i i know exactly who to hire who can make this business do well right but then oh man but what if i fail again because my failure from three years ago where i had to declare bankruptcy where i had to shut down my business suddenly where i had to fire all of my staff that's all so traumatizing you know it's still lingering in my mind it's ever so fresh so even though there is a really good opportunity you're more inclined to pass it up you're more inclined to saying thank you but no thank you okay and so you you have a valid point here in your question but what if it, it continues to obstruct the good things in my life i would recommend that you just focus on taking the next small step it will seem intimidating looking at the big um responsibilities that are connected to uh, what's right in front of you yeah it makes sense you know you can only it's natural for you to want to think about the future ahead one year two years three years ahead and because of the trauma your mind will automatically you know you don't even have to uh, trigger it with anything it will automatically okay play out a scenario uh what's what's the word simulate right it will start simulating worst case scenarios it will simulate oh what if i don't get customers what if i fail what if my investors uh lose all their money what if you know i have to declare bankruptcy again what if you know uh my family has to support me instead of the other way around so you're thinking of all the worst case scenarios and and that again is part of the reason why you hold yourself back So don't think too far out. If in you are truly affected by it and you can't move, just focus on the next small step. Say yes to this opportunity and then put everything in place, systems, support systems, you know, a buddy system, somebody that you can just call and talk to and text and say, 
you know, I'm scared again, or I'm unsure again, and I'm feeling extremely uncertain. I'm, you know, I'm fearful of certain outcomes. Let these people know. And then once you get it out of your system, you talk it out and you get some good advice and then you make the next small step forward and then another step and then another step. And before you know it, you're there. You know, you are at the place where you imagined yourself being, okay, um, maybe two, three years from now. And all it takes is just taking small steps. And hopefully when you're finally there, you can abolish this mindset and thinking that only the worst things can happen. No, you are now the living proof that in spite of everything that happened in the past, you have the power to change your future and make it better. This person is struggling to deal with stress effectively and find themselves fighting or running away from conflict. Um, and the load is getting heavy on their back and they find themselves crying very frequently and they can't shake off the sadness that's weighing them down. Okay, it's a very loaded uh, question and sharing. But thank you. So, um, how to deal with stress and running away from conflict? Yeah. Okay, so another kind of trauma, if we talk about relationships, is people who had to undergo a painful divorce. Some divorces are amicable and mutual, right? Both parties decide that after trying uh, to work things out a couple of times, a couple of years even, um, they see no change, they see no improvement. In fact, they feel more and more distant. So they both sit down and they talk to each other and say, you know what, I think it's best that we both part ways. Do you agree? They say, I agree. And then it, it's, it's still sad, but they both can agree on the separation together, you know, mutually uh, part ways. However, there are also, I said, probably more than half of divorces are not so pleasant. Yeah? Um, some people find themselves forced to have to do this, even though they don't want to give up yet. They want to keep trying, but they have to because their partner is unwilling. And sometimes the divorce happens as a result of something that their partner did or said or didn't do for them, for the family. So, um, and, and those kind of emotions usually are the strongest ones. Why? Because you had a deep connection with that person at one point in time. You fell in love. You know, or you, you, you lived your life together for a couple of years. You built a family together, a home together for years, a decade maybe, or more. And, and then some, so suddenly something happened that causes you to want to give up or maybe your partner wants to give up. And so the separation is almost um, you know, forced because you really don't have a choice or you don't see having any other choices. She's like, oh, man, I have to walk out of this or my partner decides that he or she wants to walk out of this. And every day, every night, Memories keep uh, replaying in your mind. Some days it's about the good good times that you shared together and it makes you miss those good moments. And on some days, it's just all about the pain um, 
you know, constantly playing in your mind and it makes you extremely hateful, spiteful towards your ex and you bring all of that energy into your life and into new people that you're meeting. Okay? So, every time you talk to somebody and, you know, everything's good and then you get into one little argument, what do you do? You either fight hard, you know, aggressive, or you run away from the conflict because you say, oh man, this is the same thing. And then you walk away. To me, it's unfair, right? It's unfair for this new person in your life because they don't deserve it. You, they, they don't deserve to be judged as though they are your ex because they're not. There may be some similarities, but they're still not the same, okay? And maybe your ex wasn't so um, repentant for their mistakes, but this person, you don't even give them a chance and you give up on them after one or two mistakes. So this is how it may affect your future relationships. If you don't get help and identify what exactly is it, which part of your past that is giving you these episodes of um, extreme fear um, that is going to prevent you from achieving more happiness in the future. Okay? And for those who say that, um, you know, you cry frequently, yeah, and sometimes people tell me this even from a simple tweet, like I, I just tweet something and they comment or DM me, so it's that, you know, this posting made me tear. And sometimes they would say from my book, you know, that I'm reading this page and it just made me cry. Like, every small little thing can, because they're so fragile and it's because of what somebody did to them, they they feel the urge of wanting to cry so easily. I don't know enough to say whether it's a good thing or a bad thing, but I would be concerned if it's too often, number one. But secondly, I also am the... I'm a firm believer that whenever you feel like you need to cry because you're reminded of something in the past, just cry it out. Because the, the right time to cry is whenever you feel like crying. That's it. Simple. Uh, and the more you try to hold back from crying, it's just unhealthy in my opinion. Of course, I would still advise you, you know, find the right time, the right place to really cry everything out. Um, some people say stars is after prayers at night, Isha, everybody's asleep, it's just me on the prayer mat. I am I'm alone with God and I cry. And some people during Tahajud they wake up, they cry, you know. Like you have your moments when you're alone, you cry. Um yeah. So I think that's normal to a certain extent. But if you think it's a little bit too much, um please get all the help that you need. All right. So, brothers and sisters, ladies and gentlemen, um, healing is, is what we need. And the residual and painful effects of trauma will um, obviously continue to weigh down on your mind, on your body, on your soul even, until you reach out and ask for the help that you require. And if we don't, 
You know, you can expect to continue losing the spark and losing the joy in your life. And you'll always feel overwhelmed by your emotions and the loose parts of your identity um, and your dreams, your values, right? So my final call for today is let's help each other out. Let's find ways to find healing, okay? And hopefully through it, we can regain parts that we've lost and replace the puzzle pieces that trauma has removed from our minds, our bodies, our hearts, and to allow ourselves, inshallah, to be whole once again. Okay, so thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode on The Breakthrough with Mizi Wahid. If you love this episode, please share it. And you can tag me as well on social media, on Twitter and Instagram where I'm active. And I appreciate it very, very much. Take care. Till the next episode. Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Thank you for listening to The Breakthrough with Mizi Wahid. I hope that it will help you in your journey to finding yourself. Always remember that you are not alone in this wonderful journey. Listen to us on Audio Plus app or Audio Plus at www.audioplus.audio.